Hey, what's going on guys? Mike Kramer here, KramerTheRealtor.com. This is the end of my third week as a realtor licensed in Illinois. I'm in the western suburbs for those of you. If you know the area, uh, just say hi and let me know where you're from. Or if you're not from the area, just let me know where you're from. But letting you know at the end of my third week, like what to expect as a new real estate agent. It's been flying by very, very quickly. The first week was all about getting licensed and applying for everything, making it all official, and then signing up for your local realtor board and things like that, and all the intros, meeting everybody. Uh, my brokerage has a sponsor and a mentorship program, so I was meeting everybody in each of that. Uh, each of those. And my sponsor, I actually get introduced to the seven tiers above me. So people that a sponsor is when you bring somebody in, you attracted them to your brokerage, they get some of the brokerage's money when you start making deals. And uh, in return or to attract you to go under them, they have, you know, different offerings. Some of them don't offer anything. They just tell you what a great brokerage it is. Others like my sponsor offers like a insane amount of training, all video training that he normally charges hundreds or thousands of dollars for. And if you get all of it, it's thousands in the coaching. And I get all of that for free joining under him. I've added my own onboarding training training for new agents, as well as all my tech expertise and how to prevent your emails from ending up in spam folders. And I offer that to anyone that joins under me. Then you meet your mentor and they're going to help you do your first few deals uh, they get a cut of your commission as a, you know, for their time and everything. And they really want you to succeed as well. And ideally, you know, you're going to make those commissions quickly. They get paid as well as a cut of that and they can take on more mentors. So uh, it's in their best interest for you to do well and to start making commissions early, as early as possible. But they want to make sure you're ready and you do a great job because we all know it's about good repeat and referral business. There are also several tracks, at least at my brokerage, for uh, training, especially for new agents. Also, the Realtor Association at the local level, the state level, and at the national level all have trainings. Some are mandatory. Some are optional. Uh, they're all very good for new agents and learning how to do things and do things the right way. And then, of course, there's a ton of optional training you'd take at any time, including live trainings from top producers, current top producers, unlike other brokerages from uh, current top producing, they call them icon agents. So they're top producers in the market and they're giving trainings on what is working now, not on what worked 20 years ago. So excellent stuff. Uh, everything from you know social media or specific platforms like YouTube, uh, guys that are just crushing it. You could go check out their channels and see that they're actually crushing it. As well as people that are experts in cold calls and door knocking and all sorts of other lead generation techniques. And they all They'll tell you, you know, find stuff that fits your personality and some of it's going to suck, but just embrace the suck and get good at it and look at it as, you know, getting comfortable being uncomfortable and generating leads because that's what's important is you want to keep adding leads to your business. To finish the recap of how my first three weeks went, that first week was a lot of the intros, signing up and official stuff. And then the second week was a lot of the uh, trainings that were starting for mandatory and uh, other just orientations and stuff like that, uh, learning, finding my, my way around, learning how to use different software that they provide and technology, downloading all the apps on your mobile phone, and just getting all set up, taking your headshot, professional headshot if you don't have one, and then so you could put it on your card. So I just got my business cards uh, a couple of days ago. So there's me and my 
my suit. But, you know, get a professional headshot done. And uh, there's different styles from EXP, and you just get them approved by your brokerage and marketing at EXP so they can make sure you're not, you know, violating anything. There's so many regulations on what you can and can't put uh, and things like that. So including your own domain name or email if, if you're not using EXP. So I, of course, have KramerTheRealtor.com, and uh, when looking into that, I couldn't use EXP in the domain name, but you can use Realtor with the caveat that you're always a Realtor member, that you're actually an mem active member, and uh, you know if you ever are not, you can no longer use that domain name. I plan to always be with EXP, and they require us all to be Realtors, and I don't have an issue with that. There's a lot of value add I get from being a Realtor as not only for myself, but for my clients. I don't have an issue with that, so that's why I'm KramerTheRealtor.com. So third week that I'm on was a lot of, uh, finished up some of the uh, required training for the local realtor group, and I'm starting to get focused on, as I mentioned, I got the business cards, and I'm starting to get focused on you know my strategy, what I'm gonna zoom in on, because you can't, especially at the beginning, you can't be good at everything, and you can't even focus on everything. So they all recommend that, you know, you can hear about all these different lead generation techniques. They all focus and tell you to focus on one lead generation technique and get really good at it. And then you can try another one or another one. But if you never go all in on one of them, you're never going to get good at that one. So uh, find something that works with you and your schedule and your personality and just go all in on it and get really good at it. For example, when I what I mean by personality, some people are really good about uh, you know, YouTube, getting on video, they don't mind it at all, it doesn't scare them, and they enjoy the process and are going to be consistent in putting out new content. You got to do, you know, minimum of one, but they recommend three per week of videos so that the algorithm knows what you're talking about and knows who to show your videos to so you can gain traction. And I'm going to have a separate channel just for client attraction, and I'll, I'll when I start that up, I'm going to film a bunch of videos first so I could put out three of a week consistently. And I'll show you what that looks like. Um, and it's just to attract clients to my area that I focus on. So, and don't worry about, you know, if somebody else is already doing your area, some people will resonate more with you than with the other person. And there's just not as many people doing it as you think, and they're not doing it consistently. So uh, I can give you some tips on that. I'll do them on this channel as far as, you know, microphones and video and stuff like that. But really just get started with your iPhone or your mobile phone and a $70 lavalier mic. People don't mind bad video so much, but bad audio gets really annoying. So invest in a, I thought I had it in front of me, Rode SmartLav Plus. It's about 70 bucks, maybe 80 now, but highly recommended because it's not only small and you could bring it with you everywhere and it's uh, very unnoticeable on your lapel or whatever, but you know, plugs right into your, your cell phone and you could just start recording right in that along with the video. From there, you could get crazy, right? You can get GoPros, you can get DSLR cameras, you can get lighting. I have all this stuff from years of making other videos that nobody watched and uh, they're just things that I enjoy and if that's you and you're gonna be consistent with it, then do YouTube and you can attract leads to you. If you're more outgoing and you like hitting the pavement, wanna lose a few pounds and walk around the neighborhood, uh, and get to know your neighborhood. That's that's the part people don't talk about is you could do door knocking and get good at it. And that's going to make you really good at handling rejection as well as uh, how to say certain things and what to say and starting those conversations with people. And just if nothing else, you get to learn what people's questions, concerns, and 
uh, objections are to even you showing up or, or contacting them. So uh, remember, you could always start off as a neighbor and just say, hey, I'm your neighbor, blah, blah, blah. You know, I just wanted to let you know I'm a realtor. If there's anything I could do to help you. And don't be too salesy, but just, you know, literally come at them like you're, you want to help them. You know, like, is there anything about the area or pricing or anything you have questions about or real estate in the area in general uh, or anywhere in the greater Chicagoland area? I can, you know, get you that information if you ever need it. Just let me know. Come at them like that. Don't just say, hey, you want to sell your house? You want to sell your house? Because it's going to be annoying. You know, you're, you're helping people. You're not selling a home, right? So just look at it that way. Grow your database. So starting very quickly on last week, what I did uh, after my first week of all those signups and paperwork, I immediately started working on exporting all my contacts from my cell phone. If you're an iPhone user, it's a little bit tricky, but it's pretty easy to do. Uh, it's a kind of aptly way. It's, it's deceptively simple. But if you have your contacts all synced with like a Mac, on the Mac, you just highlight with a control all or command a all of your contacts in the contacts and drag it over to numbers which is apple or max uh, sheets you know spreadsheets program so once it's in there you could save it as a csv or even as an excel and go that route if you prefer or put it in google sheets whatever but now you have all your contact info out and there's a gazillion fields in there so you want to make sure you at least have a name a phone number and an email and then if you also have their address, that's awesome too. There's an app I use that I get free with my local realtor association that's called Forewarn. And it's meant to check out people, make sure they're not going to murder you before you meet them at a house. You just put their cell number in there, see if they're like a, you know, ex-con um, convicted of axe murder or something. And that way, you know, at least something right before you go meet them by yourself. Also in there, you can get their latest addresses and do reverse lookups. So I do stuff like that, put their phone number in there, get their latest address. And now I know where, where they're at. That's very helpful. I'll try to put a link in the description here for it. It's an app. I don't know if there's a, there's probably a website, but you know, I'll, I'll get that for you. So some of the new agents need to understand that's very important is that you're in the business of database management. Database management is your business. People think being a realtor is showing homes, talking to people, you know, laughing and picking up a paycheck and all that stuff. And it's like, that's, that's really your job, you know, writing offers, uh, taking pictures, doing listings, emailing people, showing homes. That's your job. Those are tasks you need to do to do your job. That's not going to grow your business. Those are just things you have to do. Your business is actually database management. You always want to add new contacts to your database. You want to reach out and talk to all the people in your database and just keep top of mind with everyone in there and progress them through the, the funnel, like the sales funnel the sales process. So they may not be a buyer or seller right now, but they probably know a lot of people. And you got to remember you're tapping into their network too. So everyone in your network, there's a secondary network of people they know, and they would be happy to refer you if they know you're a realtor. So don't be the secret agent that, you know, you know, you're a real estate agent. And nobody else does. You got to reach out to people, remind them. It's really your fault if they use somebody else. And it's if it's because they forgot about you or forgot that you're a licensed real estate agent. Remember, you're in the business of database management and it's important to keep your database up to date. Always add new records to it. That's really your business. Now, like the saying goes, work on your business, not in your business. In your business is doing the paperwork, doing all the 
other stuff, the photography and trying to do everything to save a few bucks and, and you're not working on your business, which is growing it. So uh, my brokerage in my state and a lot of brokerages offer this, but you could always find an independent one. They have transaction coordinators and these TCs, they call them, will handle all the paperwork in each transaction, usually for a fee per deal or per contract. And they handle all of the paperwork and push that transaction along. So you're not chasing after people. You're not sitting there handling paperwork. You're out getting more deals and meeting more with more clients. So make sure as soon as you can, you send the uh, unlicensed activity off to other people and that you focus on the licensed activity because those are some things I learned. And as soon as you can, you know, don't get too tied up in like, oh, I got to have a blog or a perfect website or, you know, take 20 more headshots because it's not perfect or anything like that. Or, um, you know, I got to get my business card just right or what am I going to say on it or whatever. Just those are things that are slowing you down. So just get something that works. You could always fix it later. You can get a better one later, but you need something to go out and start talking to people and start growing that database and start working your database, building those relationships and finding out who in your sphere has deals and can refer people to you. So you could also go out and cold call, of course, and do outreach. And you certainly should do that. But remember just Try to focus on one area at a time of until you get really good at it. Uh, speaking of getting in your in your business and going out there and talking to people, I'll tell you a little something, uh, a little off topic about my cell phone and about what you should avoid. So I just want to give everyone kind of a, a warning, a tech warning that if you're thinking of changing your phone number or you want to get a, a memorable phone number like I wanted to do for my phone, for my business, I could certainly go out and just get like a uh, VoIP number from some service. But I was sitting there going, man, I was, I had a very complicated life a couple weeks ago in terms of uh, trying to do way too many things. You know, I was trying to run two different blogs at least. So multiple blogs I had going, I had uh, thoughts of a real estate agent and was training for it. Um, but I also had my day job and I had e-commerce business and was selling things on eBay and just, just various things that was not focused on one thing and had all these different phone numbers and email addresses and websites. And I was like, I really need to focus if I want to be very successful at something. And I know that something is real estate for me, for everyone else could be something different. Right. But I've long known I wanted to be successful in real estate. Uh, I thought it would just be investing. And then I realized, you know, get the license. Hey, if I'm getting a license, why not sell a retail, you know, uh, residential homes, then I can do investing as well. So long story short, I uh, wanted to get a 630. Now I could have just told my mobile provider, Hey, I want a new number, but my particular mobile provider would not let me pick an easy to remember number. They, they said they just assign it at random when you give them an area code. I didn't like that. So I found a number on with a VoIP provider and it was easy to remember. I liked it. It had repeating digits. It had sevens in it, which I like. And it was the area code I wanted in 630. So I got the number, a uh, virtual number. And then I was like, well, let me port this to my cell phone so that it becomes my new number. And I don't have these VoIP numbers and other fake numbers and all these things to remember. I'm going to simplify my life. I'm going to just have this one phone number besides the other business I have, which has its own phone number, of course. But as a realtor, I'm like, let me just have the one cell phone number. So I start the porting, 
porting process. And that was a week ago, this past Tuesday, a week and a half ago. And they said it would be five to 10 business days for it to switch. But they didn't tell me that until after they dropped my number. So I've had no cell service. Uh, if you see, it says SOS. Yeah, you see that SOS in the upper corner? It won't be, so I'll, it'll be down for two weeks. They told me, first they said four to seven calendar days. Then after seven calendar days, I said, hey, it's still not working. And they go, oh, well, it's actually five to 10 business days. And I'm like, okay, well, five business days is this past Tuesday. And they go, oh, well, it'll be another five. It could be five to 10. I'm thinking, you know, that's a range. It means it could work any day. But here it is Friday, November 4th, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to work till Tuesday at best. And I have a feeling it may not work on Tuesday either. So uh, they kept seeing some error code and couldn't figure it out. After I yelled at them for a half hour, they pretended that they figured it out. But I just feel like that they wanted to get me off the phone and didn't actually figure it out. That's Xfinity Mobile, by the way. I'm not afraid to say it because uh, they have not been very helpful so far. And uh, I will gladly take back these words and praise them if on Tuesday I everything's working with my new phone number. But I've had no cell service for almost two weeks, and I think that would drive anyone nuts, especially somebody trying to sell uh, anything really, but especially real estate. So just a warning, because they did not warn me that it, it would take that long. A mobile-to-mobile -mobile port is almost instantaneous. It could take one or two hours maybe, but pretty instantaneous. When you do a, a VoIP number, they consider it a landline. And because of, I don't know if it's regulations or what, they couldn't tell me. From a landline or VoIP number to a mobile takes five to 10 business days. And so far, I'm on seven business days so far. On Wednesday, you could bet your butt I'm going to walk over to another provider like T-Mobile or AT&T. And I'm going to say, hey, can you get me a, a good, easy to remember phone number in the 630 area code? And if so, I am moving my business to them. So I'll let you know. Not trying to really rant, just warning others because not one person warned me that it would take five to 10 business days. No one warned me I would not have cell service whatsoever during that time. So if I knew that, I would have gotten another phone like just some kind of crap phone with a number on it from the same provider and or kept my old phone with that, started the port and then had a new number that still worked, right? And then when the port was done, I'd have them swap it on the mobile side and that would be almost instantaneous and then I would drop the old phone. Before this gets any longer, I'm gonna let you go here, but let me know if you have any questions about being a realtor or getting your license, especially in Illinois where I got mine. Uh, or any questions you may have about joining a brokerage and why I chose EXP uh, and why I think it's the best brokerage to be at during hard times, especially uh, when things are slow like right now and then with the recession and everything, and how you can get residual income and make money other ways than just buying and selling homes with EXP. Make no mistake, they're the number one producing brokerage in the U.S., outselling everyone else, and it's partially because a lot of the top agents are coming over to AXP and I can tell you why in another video. So stay tuned and I'll talk to you guys soon, but good luck out there. Get your goals and let me know what you're working on to make this year and next year successful. All the best to you. Here's to your success. Take it easy and I'll talk to you later.